It's Derby weekend and a chance for South African football fans to watch not just one, but two sets of rivals collide. On Saturday, Pirates take on Chiefs in the Soweto Derby, arguably the most iconic matchup on South African soil. Then just as football fanatics recover from that clash, Sunday sees Barcelona against Los Blancos in El Clasico. Welcome to the weekend special, everybody. I am your host, Simon Strella, filling in for Nkululeko Nkewo, ahead of a very special weekend indeed. Sokala Duma Radio. We have a bit of a different show for you today as we bring you a special interview with Brian Baloy. Our very own Clint Roper had a chance to sit down with the former Kaiser Chiefs and Sundowns goalkeeper to talk about, well, the derby of course. He also shared his views on the state of goalkeeping in South Africa and the initiatives that he, South Africa's very own Spider-Man, is driving to rectify the situation. So stay tuned for that. But before we jump into the interview, in case you missed it, in our previous episode of The Big Issue, we heard from Taboho Malloy and Dr. Kamalo as they shared their memories from what is right now South Africa's biggest issue. You guessed it, the Soweto Derby. Also in that show, we had you, our listeners, share who you think are the legends of old, both from Amakosi and the Buccaneers. Did we play your message? Well, there's only one way to find out. You gotta listen to the show. Now, without further ado, as promised, here is Clint Roper speaking to Brian Baloy. All right, so it is the weekend special, and we have a very special guest, none other than the legendary Brian Beloy of Kaiser Chiefs, Sundowns, and Bafana Bafana fame. Brian, thanks for uh, agreeing to do the show with us this week. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, hi to your listeners. Thank you. A lot of people wondering what Brian Beloy has been up to since leaving uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Um, I believe you are involved in a goalkeeping academy. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'm involved in a whole lot of initiatives, but I'm concentrating on business at the moment. Uh, on the goalkeeping side, I'm, uh, I've got some initiatives that are just generally about uh, football development and community development. And goalkeeping being one of the, of the pillars that we, we're focusing on, that we will only uh, be rolling out the goalkeeping next year. Okay. But uh, I, my view when it comes to goalkeeping... Uh, it has changed so much from 10 years ago when I wanted to have a goalkeeping academy to two years ago when I always be wanting to have this. And the biggest step, we have a big challenge in South Africa. And for me, having just a goalkeeping academy will never solve the problem. Sure. Uh, so hence, uh, I'm embarking on this journey. We are going and rolling out goalkeeping schools instead of goalkeeping academy. Okay. And, and, and the reason for it is that I've realized that goalkeeping in South Africa is still, still the same way as when I was a young boy, a teenager. Never had any goalkeeper training until I, I, I got to a uh, professional. And it's still happening with today. And it's, it's really, it's a, it's a shame that some things like that are still happening. And for me, that if we really want to improve goalkeeping in South Africa, then we need to... Uh, teach the teacher. We need to have a lot of goalkeeper coaches Correct. that are in, that are training our kids at at, at, at amateur level. Right now, uh, there's some clubs even in the first division that don't have goalkeeper coaches. There's some clubs in the third division, the Mutepe League, that don't have goalkeeper coaches. 
some of the clubs, the clubs that have in 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 the Mutsipa League that would have a goalkeeper coach, they are not employed as you know getting paid. They are just uh, volunteering. Incredible. So for me, uh, if really we serious about goalkeeping, when we look at what we have right now, uh, the four or five goalkeepers that we have that are national goalkeepers, are uh, three of them. I think they are, if, if not at 30, they are over 30. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, in the next few years, uh, when these goalkeepers get to the age where you know they are about to retire, we're going to have a big problem. Sure. In the PSL at the moment, almost half of the clubs are playing with foreign goalkeepers. In the first division, half of the clubs are playing with foreign goalkeepers. We're going to have the same problem that we have we, we've had with strikers in this country. And so for me, I think the biggest challenge, the biggest thing that we need to do as a country is we need to to have uh, goalkeeper coaches, uh, you know, um, certified goalkeeper coaches training um, our kids, uh, you know, 10, 11, 8, 9 year olds yes. being trained properly, uh, not waiting. You know, a lot of goalkeepers that I can give you examples of the brilliant Kuzuayu. I mean, when he got to Kaiser Chiefs, he had never had a goalkeeper coach in his life until he got to Kaiser Chiefs. It took him it took him about three years to acclimatize to be able to play in the PSL. And there's a lot of goalkeepers that I can tell you. Waskarid um, Masuluki. I mean, uh, he had a trial with us at Kaiser Chiefs mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the last season, and having a chat with him. He's got. I, I, I saw a lot, uh, a, a, a lot of me in him. Uh, you know, as in that he's he, he's got. He had a lot of um, um, natural abilities, but he's never been trained properly. Right. So with those abilities and with that big, uh, uh, you know, with that height, imagine if he was trained properly when he was 14, 15, yeah. 16. Where would he be right now? Um, so those are things that I think for me we have to. Um, address and so so um, I'm I'm busy. We're talking with some of the former goalkeepers, trying to see how we will be able to you know roll out these uh, ideas that we have about about goalkeeping in this country. Okay, well, it sounds like a, a necessary uh, initiative, and obviously uh, give Sokoloduma a call uh, because whatever way we can help in terms of educating, we've got a we've got a platform, we've got readers, we'd we'd love to be involved. Um, definitely, we, we would love to, uh, you know, have some sort of partnership and working agreement. But uh, you know, I, and and for me as well, I I, I don't want to, I'm not not, uh, you know, uh, pet mousing stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, for me, uh, the last time there was a, a goalkeeper uh, certificate was three, almost four years ago when I started co- uh, coaching at Kaiser Chiefs. We uh, I went to Safa, we did a, 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 a goalkeeping license. We've never had any other since that time. And for me, if really we are serious about goalkeeping, we need to have three, four, five, six a year uh, uh, a goalkeeping license going around the country uh, if we are really serious about wanting to uh, to really uh, uh, make an impact in, uh, with goalkeeping. Okay, well, let's hope Saf is uh, listening to this, Brian. All right, jumping um, jumping to the weekend. Usually we would run through a, a lot of fixtures, but for South African football, there is only one fixture which counts this weekend, and that's the Soweto Derby. Um, and we've also got the massive El Clasico uh, game on the Sunday, which which is a mouth-watering fixture uh, on the South African calendar as well. Before we yeah. talk Derby, 
let's just have a look at the uh, the current PSL table and, and get your thoughts on on uh, the lie of the land. Are you surprised to see Gavin Hunts Vitz uh, at the top of the table at this stage of the season? Not at all. Eh? Uh, for me, I think if you look at Vitz in the last four, maybe five, six years, um, the first uh, first half of the season, they they are always in the top three. Mm-hmm. And except, I think uh, the last season after winning uh, the, the, uh, that other season after winning the league. So, 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 so for, for, for for me, I think uh, he's always um, wherever he goes, he's always amongst. Uh, he's one of the top coaches we have in this country, and uh, hopefully one day uh, he gets an opportunity to coach uh, Bafana. And for me, I think. Uh, and he's got the ability of even when he has he he knows how to blend the youngsters with uh, with with experience. Yes. Uh, and you know and um, he's got some exciting young players now. He lost uh, some of the good players, young players last season, and um, but he's been able to replace them with uh, some uh, equally exciting players. Sure. And. Uh, um, you know, someone that doesn't really watch football and don't uh, really watch Vets, they always think Vets is a um, uh, top and donor uh, <laughs> play, uh, kind of uh, team. But when you watch them, uh, really, I mean, they're exciting to watch and, and they're getting the results as well. And um, uh, it's no surprise uh, to see them where they are right now. Okay. Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs, two and three, respectively, almost identical stats. Good to see them near the top of the table going into a derby. Yeah, good to see them. Uh, you know, go, go, uh, going into a derby, uh, sitting at uh, you know two and three. Uh, it's been a long time since uh, we've seen such a situation, and uh, I believe um, you know. The, the, I, I hope that. Uh, they don't go out and, uh, you know, the players, uh, the, the, the environment, the atmosphere doesn't follow them and then go um, into um, uh, what you call a... Um, defensive, defensive negative mode, negative, yeah. Negative, yeah. Pirates um, have been playing some exciting football. Uh, equally, Kaiser Chiefs, uh, unfortunately, some of the, the best players that uh, for this, uh, current season, some of they they injured, but hopefully, um, you know, both teams will go out and and attack and 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 and, and have a lot of goals. And it, I think one one thing that people when going to the derby that they've been missing that they want to see is entertaining football with goals. Sure. And um, I believe Chiefs have been playing attacking football. I believe Pirates have been playing attacking football. I hope they both go on on Saturday and just go at each other. Uh, the same way that you would see, um, you know, uh, in a classical uh, uh, every year for the last uh, 10 years. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. Looking at Sundowns, the only unbeaten team in the PSL, but in position eight. Are you surprised to see Pizzo's team so far down the table at this stage? Yes and no. Uh, yes, a little bit surprised um, with the squad they have. They have a big squad to be able to to deal with the pressures and 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 and, and but um, they've uh, had uh, one too many draws um, this season. Still with a few games in hand, but uh, 
um, I think as well, uh, I'm not sure if maybe it's the Champions League uh, uh, having a call on, on, on the players, mm-hmm. uh, on the team in general. Uh, um, uh, and a few new players again with uh, uh, on their side as well. Um, but I think uh, Serino has been uh, marvelous to watch. Sure. Um, um, Shishi has been marvelous to watch as well. And I think um, uh, hope, I think it's only a matter of time before. Uh, I think if they win one two games, they back up uh, in the top four as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Benny McCarthy's Cape Town City surprising a lot of people with the MTN8 uh, success, but third from bottom. Are you surprised to see Cape Town City down there after last season? And what have you made of Benny's uh, becoming a coach and taking to coaching so quickly? I'm really excited for him. Uh, you know, I, I sent the message of him uh, seeing such a, a, a young coach and, and, and achieving already, you know, in his only second year as a coach already is winning a trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of saying to him, I hope uh, that uh, his coaching career will take off uh, exactly the same as his playing career, where he took off uh, like a house on fire. Uh, um, they've been, uh, obviously, it happens a lot. I think uh, the, his biggest challenge is going to be uh, having keeping his squad motivated after winning a trophy after uh, losing in the final last year and finishing uh, high on the league um, we were we, I think they they still uh, the league is still got a bit of a long way to go uh, and I think they'll if they, if they bounce back they can uh, still be one of the teams to challenge for the league Um I'm, uh, I'm still trying to see how uh, some of his, uh, some of the players, he, he lost a few players last season, but he's got, uh, uh, you know, uh, exciting young boy in uh, Link. Yes. Uh, you know, and uh, Nodada for me has been, for the last, for me, I think three, four seasons has been um, one of the best players in, this, in, the, in the league. And, um, I'm, uh, I'm waiting to see that. Uh, I hope some of the senior players, uh, like Tico, um, do help him when they're not playing. Uh, they don't, you know, have a sulk and sure. uh, pull the team back and uh, and start uh, um, a, a revolt in the dressing room. I hope um, they they will play the, their role in, in in making sure that the team succeeds, uh, whether they play or not. Brilliant. Um, before letting you go, let's just talk Derby. Let's just hone in on this Derby. Um, you mentioned earlier that uh, some of these Soweto Derbies haven't delivered in terms of goals or excitement. And when we compare them to the Derby days that you played in, um, it's chalk and cheese. Why do you think that there are not as many goals uh, and, and maybe as exciting moments on, on a Soweto Derby field as used to be in the past? Uh-uh. I think there's lack of personalities in both teams. Personalities as in uh, duels, you know, personalities from both teams where you can have duels uh, like we used to back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and, and and for me, I think a lot has to do with uh, the generation of the players today where 
a lot of the uh, sometimes we, they always hide behind the coach said I must do this the coach said I must do this when uh, you know when they don't go out I think uh, playing for Chiefs and Pirates you need players that go out and they just express themselves as much as the coach said you must do this but um, you know players that are talented that can express they need express themselves obviously with um, um, uh, with respect and with you know finishing products and with goals sure, uh, sure. Um, I, 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 I don't know I believe um, um, a lot of times uh, in the last few years it's always been uh, just both teams when going on the field um, just respecting each other too much and uh, and just being happy with their draw you know All right Right. Your thoughts on two foreign coaches at the helm of these two giants. Do you th- do you think it means as much to them as it would if we say had two local coaches in charge of Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates? Do you think the the, the foreign coaches get it? Get what it means to the supporter in the street paying money to get into that stadium? Yes, I think they do. I think those are to most especially, I mean, Micho is a uh, world traveler on this continent, and he understands this continent very well. I think he, when he speaks uh, about pirates, uh, a lot of times when I listen to him, he speaks about not. Uh, uh, he understands, and you can hear that a lot of his talk when he talks about pirates that he has had a lot of uh, chat with the chairman and and understanding. Uh, what Paris is about and what it means uh, to be part of uh, the Paris family. Uh, equally so with uh, Solinas on the one side, I think um, he's got the support of my baby, who is a uh, you know my former teammate and former captain of Chiefs, that who understands what it means to play for Chiefs and what it means to coach Kaiser Chiefs. Sure. Uh, I know it's only his second season uh, as an assistant, but I think. Uh, um, his support and 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 the senior players in the team. Uh, uh, I've seen uh, uh, in the last few games, uh, Kasande um, uh, taking the leadership role in the team. Uh, you know, when it comes to uh, talking to the boys, um, I think again, Pirates. Uh, you have Rolani, very young coach, very ambitious, very uh, knowledgeable uh, about the game and. Um, I think, and as well, um, uh, uh, I believe tomorrow. I don't think this, uh, they will. Any of the teams will go out and want to defend. I think they both uh, have exciting players and coaches. Uh, they have an attacking mindset. Yes. And um, I think it's only for now. For me, I think it's for the players to, to, to deliver. Definitely. You, you alluded to this earlier. In your days, there seemed to be more superstars, more personalities on the pitch. We think of the likes of uh, Doc Kamalo, Jabo Pule, Steve Lekoleo, Nobete, yourself. Why do you think things have changed? Why are there not big names, superstar names in big teams in South Africa anymore? Is it a case of, of clubs making sure that the, that the name of the club comes first and not allowing individuals to, to grow brands and become superstars? Or is it players not taking the opportunity that exists on the big platform? I think it's a, it's a, there's a lot. I think for me, I believe football hasn't changed with the time. 
right now there's a lot and 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 for, for personalities to be big in the in the in today's world and in South Africa it takes uh, a concerted effort in terms of how uh, more especially on 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 digital platforms and and uh, you see a lot of people that are using these platforms properly um um i mean today you get uh, when you look if you understand football how big football is and when you see you see musicians and actors uh having bigger personalities than our footballers and, and when whereas the platform they have and uh, uh, and the, the platform that that musician have is not even a fraction or as big as the football platform yes yes so, so for me i think football needs to change with the time and if football wants to grow football needs to build these young people build the brand uh forget a little bit about building the 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 the, 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 the club brand the club the brand uh, your sub brands will be the ones that will grow your, your you know your, your benefit from being pulled by these superstars yeah i agree uh, and and then as well i think as well the clubs need to make sure that they build this brand and make sure that they keep them uh within the club uh, for as long as possible yeah. uh for me it looks like most of these clubs maybe they don't have a plan when even when they have a youngster that they can see that this is a youngster that can play for this club for the next 10 years yes but the, then there's no plan and making sure that uh they help him to grow uh, and to grow this personality to grow the brand uh within the club brand and make sure that um he becomes a a messi uh, what a messi is to barcelona sure. uh, um what a rashford is to a menu you know um but, uh, these are things for me i think like i said it needs football to change with the times for that to happen definitely what will the guys be feeling tonight when they lay their head on the pillow knowing that they uh, are in the spotlight tomorrow with millions of eyes on them what will the younger players be feeling what will the more experienced players be feeling and when do the nerves really kick in um having tonight uh, they will feel a little bit butterflies uh, but i think a lot of it uh, um you start feeling it uh, from tomorrow morning from uh, when they wake up when they go to breakfast it starts but uh, uh it only kicks in uh when the bus is driving and you caught in traffic uh, driving <laughs> to the stadium and now you see uh the bus can't move and then you know cops have to come in and make sure that the bus doesn't get late uh, so that's when now you know young players uh, the, the nerves start coming in and start to realize that Jeez, uh, this is the environment that I'm in. This is how big this thing is. Sure. And when they get to the stadium, I think when they walk onto uh, onto the field, when they inspect the field, uh, they will see a little bit, and there'll be a, a bit of interaction with the supporters, but it's not that much. Sure. But uh, you now, when you go back to the dressing room, when you come out for uh, uh, for the warm up, and when they uh, they see now. Um, it has changed now. Uh, the, the streets are not orange anymore. Uh-huh. It's black and uh, <laughs> it's black and white on the one side. The other side is black and yellow. Uh, and that's when now they, you know, the the nerves start kicking and the butterflies. But I think for me, I always say, uh, if you're doing something when you don't have those butterflies, then 
um, there's something wrong with you. Um, and and that's what brings out the best. And I think that's what now you then they need to be know how to channel that energy uh, into positive, you know, and into uh, being that the one that fuels them uh, to want to do better. Sure. Head on the block, who wins it tomorrow? What's the score? Uh, I gave it 3-1, 3-2 Chiefs. 3-2 to Chiefs. We'll see how the Pirates supporters react to that. <laughs> um, yeah. Finally, finally, El Clasico on Sunday. Um, for a lot of people um, whose heads will be hurting after a, a day of celebrating the Soweto derby, no doubt, but we'll all be tuned in for the El Clasico. Um, who do you think wins that one? Do you think it's as big a game, even though Messi looks like he's out and obviously Ronaldo is no longer there? Yeah, it was. Uh, we were all looking forward to seeing an El Clasico with Messi without Ronaldo. I'm a big Barca fan, and uh, you know when uh, when he fell, um, you know uh, I saw how you know the impact on the floor, and just uh, even before we got the news that uh, you know he might uh, he might be out. Um, but I think. Uh, uh, the classical as well is almost similar to your uh, Soweto Daddy where, um, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter how you've been doing in the league, um, in the past games, when the classical comes, I think uh, it fuels the players in, in, a, in, a, in a way that you can never explain. Um, Madrid on the one side, they haven't been doing so well. The coach uh, um, about to be fired, if not, it's not fired as yet. <laughs> um, on the one side, Barca have been have been doing well, but it's been uh, a, a bit of an on and off. And more especially without Messi, uh, it's been always a question of how do they how are they going to do without Messi. Sure, sure. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a very tough one. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll still expect the. Um, I still fancy Barca to this one. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think at the new camp, uh, certainly, I think they're favourites. And, and they showed some good form in the Champions League game uh, this week without a, without a Lionel Messi in the lineup. So I would agree at this stage, but we'll see how that turns out. Brian, yeah. thank you for your time. Um, I'm sure that people will be fascinated to hear your, your derby thoughts and your insights. And as we say, um, when it comes to goalkeeping in this country, um, it sounds like it is in a crisis mode and uh, we're your friends here at Sokola Duma. Please give us a shout. Let's, uh, let's see if we can maybe fix this or at least give you a platform to have a voice. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Cheers, Brian. Cheers. Sokola Duma Radio. If you enjoyed that interview as much as I did, share this episode with a friend or perhaps a rival by clicking on the share icon in the top right-hand corner of our podcast player. Now, looking ahead to the weekend, the big match and the focus of today's show, the Soweto Derby starts on Saturday at 3.30 in the afternoon, and that will be aired on SABC1 as well as Supersport 4. At the same time, Maritzburg United travel to Polokwane City. Later, at quarter past eight, the so far undefeated Sundowns take on Chipper United. Will they maintain their undefeated streak? Catch that game on Supersport 4 to find out. Also, at the same time, you can catch Cape Town City hosting Amazulu FC on SABC1. On Sunday, Black Leopards host Free State Stars, Golden Arrows travel to Supersport United, and Celtic take on Morocco FC, and all those games happening at 
If you haven't yet picked up a copy of the Sokola Duman newspaper, what are you waiting for? Guys, 3 Rand 90 is all it costs for the very best source of news, interviews and rumors in the land. You can't even get a Coke for that much. It's madness. In this week's edition, our SEA team take a look at Amakosi's tower, Eric Matoho, could Sundowns or Buccaneers scoop him up? Find out in the SEA special. For international football fans, David Capel got an exclusive interview with past Liverpool and Real Madrid star Steve McManaman. Also in the paper, Clifford Mulenga opens up to Bivanazo about his non-payment at Joma Cosmos. Don't miss it. That's all we have for you today. Enjoy the weekend and look forward to more great shows from SL Radio next week. Until then, goodbye. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.